Welcome back to our listeners. You are tuning into The Mentor Show. I am your host, Lori Carice, and The Mentorship Platform is really all about how to be motivated and be inspired by other experts in leadership. So I love bringing on different guests that have different topics. Your, you know, mentorship can be about your wellness, life, uh, relationships, and in this case, a little bit more about business. We have Amber Larkins. She's an expert storyteller, published photographer, artistic creator, personal branding coach, and online digital marketer. Today's topic is the powerful impact of storytelling in your business. Welcome to the show, Amber. Thank you so much, Lori, for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for being here. I am always, you know, anxious for mentor shows. I always feel like you're talking directly to me. I will soak it in as I know our listeners were. And this is a great topic, the powerful impact of storytelling in your business, because if people don't know the why or about you, you're just a pretty logo and a pretty font and you're seen all over, but it's like, why? Right. So, yeah. So tell us more. Let's dive in. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so um, it's funny. I I have always had a passion for storytelling. I come out of doing photography and would hear impact stories and loved how you know people were doing telling their stories of of their why really why they were doing what they were doing. Um, as I got more into business and branding and learning a lot more about about this, I'm like. This is this is something that is so powerful that I feel like when businesses and brands can tap into this part, it's a vital part of storytelling. Um, it kind of revolutionizes things. And I feel like we, especially now, we're moving more into this AI-generated world. And I think people are craving authenticity and they're craving, as humans, we learn through storytelling. And when you can couple that with authentic and telling a story as to why you're doing what you're doing, it builds connection and it helps people connect with you and it helps people connect with your business, with your product, your service and and what you're doing. You know, and that's actually why I participate in radio. I run the network, 360 Talk Radio for women. But if people don't know a little bit about me, my story, why I choose to connect, why I have outreach, why I feel empowered and and want to empower, then I'm just an app in the app store. You know, why, why do I listen? But it's my community outreach also through my events talking to me. I've been doing, I've been running my own business for 15 years in the event space. And for many years, I've been like, okay, I just want to produce the event. I don't want to be physically there at my own booth, handing out materials, talking to everybody, busy, 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 sweating, (laughs) breaking my back, setting up. I just want to show up, point to everybody. This is where you go. And it's just never happened because people expect to see me. I'm the face of my brand and my product and the community. I've become a little bit of a public figure, whether you like it or not. But that is what has made me a 15-year entrepreneur and not a two-year entrepreneur because I do care and I, I, 
I built my brand on my own experience. I really didn't have to like study how to do a family show. I am a family. I do have kids. I am a mom. I do want free activities for my kids. And what do I want out of that day? So it's my personal experience that I've put into my business and it reflects the right outcome. I feel like, okay, you know, people I'm relatable. There's Lori. And they expect to see me at events. And as much as I'd like to roll my eyes and say, I don't want to be here, pretend I'm not here. They expect it. And it's why I earn revenue from it. Right. I mean, otherwise you can hide behind a logo, be invisible and have somebody else tell your story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think as, as we continue in the technology that we have nowadays, people are going to crave that even more because um, now you can get a, you know, AI generated person to say your messaging to, you know, but the connection, you can't fake that. You can't fake connection. And connection is such a beautiful thing because when we are able to share our why and the experiences that we've been through to communicate that, you know, as that why, why we're doing what we're doing, we're going to attract people that are like us. We're going to attract people that are aligned to us. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that when you step on the scene, there are people specifically aligned with you, with your product, with your business, and waiting for you to step on the scene to, you know, lead them, guide them and show them, show them the way or help them in whatever product or service you're offering. So what is storytelling? You know, let's go back to basic storytelling in your business. Define that for us. Yeah, I, I, so storytelling, I would say like I got into doing story because I was photographing fitness. I was photographing, photographing athletes and these athletes had these amazing impact stories. And a lot of times, I mean, everything from debilitating accidents to uh, diseases to, you know, all these things that was telling them they couldn't do something and then they pushed the odds and they did it. And when you look at someone, you don't see the adversity. You don't see the things that they went through to get to that point. You only see them at that point. And I thought this was powerful. And this is what really sparked my first curiosity about sharing stories. Then as I moved into, I, I kind of started doing like fitness branding by accident. I would get fitness, you know, athletes or personal trainers or people that I was shooting, uh, food prep companies, you know, would reach out to me wanting me to photograph. And um, so I kind of started shifting into branding. And when I shifted, I come, I have a, um, a background in branding and, uh, or in marketing and branding. And so when I started making this shift, it was natural. But I kind of carried that storytelling along with me and with, with my, my whole brand of what I was photographing. So to me, you know, storytelling is one of these things that it's, it connects us. It, it's a bridge as humans. It captures our attention. It's what keeps us focused on, you know, when you go to a speech, somebody can spit out facts all day, but when they start to share stories this is what's really the heart of it. The It's going to tap into our empathy. It's going to tap into our human emotions. And I believe that that is where 
power is. That's what's going to captivate your audience. And that's what's going to carry you through the, you know, connecting with them and helping them to, um, to change the way that they think about certain things. You can change someone's mind a whole lot easier when they know that they've changed it themselves through story. You're sharing story with them. They begin to shift their mindset. And that's the power of storytelling in business. So let's do a quick example of being at a networking event. You know, that's that infamous 30 second pitch, you know, that I hate mm-hmm. that term of 30 second elevator pitch. Um, because you can pitch or you can discuss or you can tell your story. So if you if you're offered the opportunity to stand up at a chamber event or a networking event, introduce yourself, you know, you you want to tell them who you are, what your business is, but do you have maybe an example of what's a little bit of framework that you can offer to get people interested in you to learn more about your story? Because clearly you can't do it all in, you know, the 30 seconds they give you or a minute. What, what would be maybe your big tip in introducing part of your story in a business at a business function? Yeah, that's, that's a very good question. I, I do believe that does vary. I think depending on, you know, what your, what your brand, what your business is, Um, if you're doing a, you know, a product or if you're offering a service and how big, you know, and then what position you're in. So I think it depends on a lot of different things, but I would say, you know, getting your story, like getting clear, getting really clear on what your story is and getting really clear on why, why you're doing what you're doing. And a lot of times I have found because I'm in the business of helping, you know, impact driven entrepreneurs, helping people that are, that are really have a big why. And I think that getting clear on that and being able to condense that down um, in a, in a short little tidbit. I think it takes practice and, um, you know, get it getting really clear. So I'm, I'm looking at your website it, um, or just the domain name transformation through trauma. How does that fall into the storytelling of your business? I mean, mm-hmm. clearly this, you feel that maybe trauma has been the impact of the big why when it comes to your professional choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, trauma is one of those words that it can be a little scary, I think, especially for entrepreneurs, because when entrepreneurs hear that, they hear, oh, my gosh, I've got to be vulnerable, which I think in some cases they do. Um, But I think the real thing behind this, because I serve two, I have a big vision when it comes to, to, to really mental health and helping people get get inspired, get free from whatever's holding them back and be inspired to do the thing that they're called and put here on earth to do. And uh, again, like I said, this started with athletes. I was working with athletes sharing their stories. So this was transformation through trauma. They were sharing these traumatic stories and these facing adversity and overcoming through it. Um, and then that began to shift more as we, and we're still, 
I've got this big vision for, you know, a book and, and everything that kind of goes along with the entire brand. So what I find is athletes and entrepreneurs have this very same mindset where they've been faced with a lot of adversity. They grow a lot through it and then they are a finished product. And that's what we see is that finished product, but we don't see the adversity and the things that they faced. So my heart is to is to show people that so that they can be inspired so that people know they can go and do the same thing i believe that you know when we here on this earth and i'm i'm a purpose driven person i love working with purpose driven brands but i believe when we all link hands and begin to be vulnerable share these things and and begin to really put substance behind our brand so then now it's powerful it's not just I'm doing this just because I'm doing this because I have a real big purpose behind it. And uh, I think when you're able to communicate that it it's beautiful and it's impactful and it's inspirational and it makes a difference. And it's almost like paying it forward. So you work with entrepreneurs. Um, you know, we're, we're in a rough economy right now. I'm noticing, you know, app alerts, big companies, layoffs, shifts, um, gas and groceries. Let's not even go there. I got really frustrated with that one. Yeah. So a lot of people are starting to think, oh my gosh, am I going to lose my job? Should I start my own business? Um, you know, during time of panic, you kind of start mapping out that next step and, how do you feel or how do you maybe guide someone out of the thought process of starting a business out of fear that they just have to, they have to reinvent themselves, but make sure they go to their core that this is the solution. This is the answer. And they have a real why other than they're just afraid to lose their job mm-hmm. because it's a big deal to, to run your own business. I mean, talk about wearing a lot of hats. I mean, you've got to kind of consider, okay, I'm vulnerable. I might, you know, my job is looking different. I might not hang on to it or I'm in sales and the businesses aren't spending right now. Do you write it out? I mean, financially, you know, that's going to determine that. Do you look for another job or do you start your own business? Because I do think that starting a business out of fear and just thinking, oh, I can do this. That's kind of like when you listen, I, I, I've spoken on platforms before where people were talking about podcasting. You know, I want to start a podcast. Oh, I'm thinking about doing it. It sounds fun. Well, what's your why? I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. I'm not even sure the title. Well, what's your why? And if you don't know that, it's not going to succeed. You're going to have that burnout. The same with starting your business. If you don't have a deeper why than just, I need to do it because I'm afraid of losing my job, it might be a Band-Aid and it's going to be panic-driven, not Mm purpose-driven. Yeah, and you kind of touched on several things there. Um, Doing anything because of fear or not doing something because of fear is both a problem and an issue. Um, Fear is, what do they say? It's false evidence appearing real or whatever. So it's not fear is, is I tell myself fear is not real. 
fear is something that I've struggled with over the years in my own business and the things that I'm doing. Um, so fear shouldn't be a determining factor. It's a feeling. Um, it shouldn't determine your actions. But with that being said, I do, I don't know that entrepreneurship is the right road for every single person that, that walks the earth. Um, however, I do believe every single person that walks the earth has a purpose and they have a destiny and they're put here for a reason. And living in that belief system, I have to believe that sometimes finding your purpose is not easy. It's not one of those things that, you know, some people, I do believe they kind of know it and they've lived it and they walk it every day. But for the most of us, I think that a lot of times we have to discover that. And sometimes, you know, Tony Robbins says massive action. You have to take massive action. So to me, it's like you have to get out there, take action on some things to figure it out. But to do anything out of fear is not healthy. However, to get out there and do it to figure it out, I think is healthy. Um, but at the at the end of the day, I do believe this is the most important thing. We have everything we need right inside of us. Like we are whole beings as humans. And I do believe that we can, you can search in yourself. It takes sometimes meditation, journaling. It, it takes a little bit of like self-work and self-growth, but you can find what you're put here to do. And if that's business, business is not easy, but anything worth having and doing and is purpose-driven is not necessarily going to be easy. I would love to dive a little deeper into your digital marketing. What does that look like? You know, maybe a couple of recommendations or not to be afraid of it because that is just always changing. And you're talking about AI. Do you, do you want to talk a little bit about, <laughs> you know, what, what you, what you talk about with your clients? When it comes to digital marketing and AI, good thing, bad thing, kind of in between, we're learning as we go. Yeah. Um, AI is one of those things, like it's it's a tool. And I think that, I think it's just like social media. If we look at social media, if we look at the internet years ago, that was a tool. And we have to learn how to tap into those things and use them appropriately. Um, and it's sometimes hard to navigate and figure out how to use those while staying authentic to what you're doing while still being an authentic person. Um, but I do believe that they, that's, I mean, that is the future. And I do think to not use them, it, you do get left behind. So figuring out how to use those for whatever your specific business is and using them you know, to benefit you in a, in a beneficial way and benefit your business. I think you're left behind if you don't tap into those things, just like someone who doesn't use the internet. They're so far behind today. It's like, you know, what can you even compare that to? Everyone has to use the internet. So I think, I think AI is, we're on a path where we have to be able to tap into those tools. And I think sometimes that can look a little scary for people. But when I, I believe we're getting into an era now where we we're seeing this at work, like with chat GPT, we're seeing it with like website builders and, uh, you know, different, different tools that we can use to generate these things and using it, but still staying authentic. It's almost like the more information we have, the more we have to organize that information within our, within our business. 
to be sure that we are staying authentic. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out because I mean, during the time of this recording right now, there's a big writer's strike. AI is a big topic of that. And I'm seeing more and more of my tools all of a sudden have like AI generation. I'm like, wow, wow, this is, this is huge. And, you know, nothing against writer's strike and their purpose, but completely resisting change is not going to get advance you as well. And during the pandemic, because I run an events business, you know, when everything shut down, postpone, not cancel was the theme of all events, but every, no group gatherings. What was I going to do um, for community outreach? Everybody's going to forget about me. I started a podcast. I wasn't going to be afraid of new technology, which would, would have been my fear if I just didn't have bandwidth and my things were rolling at regular pace. But I'm like, I have some downtime. I can do the research. I'll get a microphone. I'll figure this out. I, I learned everything except for editing. I didn't want to be bothered with that. I'm like, <laughs> and then I found a wonderful tool called Descript, G-A-I. And um, I, I didn't want to be left behind. And good thing, because it actually opened up a whole new door for me professionally. And look how many podcasts are out there now. That's almost like a layer of your business you have to have these days. Years ago, it was like, start a business, you get a website. Perfect. Uh, customize your domain. Great. Oh, now here's Facebook and there's Facebook pages you need to have. Okay. Have a, have, have a presence on Facebook. Now it seems like you also need to have a podcast. Even Trader Joe's has a podcast, you know, I mean, they're just looking to connect with people in all areas of ways you can make connections and video is a big way to do that, but so is audio. The audio audience is the fastest growing right now. Audio platforms. Um, I I tune into a lot of audiobooks now. Yeah, I can't be bothered to sit with a book and turn the page, and my <laughs> eyes get tired after I've already been on the computer all day. But I can listen in, and I actually really enjoy it. So yeah. yeah, don't get left behind. Embrace change. It, it's not easy. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. It, it's a huge shift, but I, I'm, I actually just, I'm taking a, a marketing class online right now and I feel very empowered by it because I'm being introduced to a lot of terminology. I didn't know, even though I'm a user of all of these platforms, I didn't really know the deeper meaning and it really helps me with bigger discussions and you know, my kids, my teenagers, I need to know a little bit more about what their skills are going to be like. Clearly I can't be on top of everything, but I I have a daughter who's, um, in high school and she's taking Spanish and I have a loop, you know, I took high school Spanish. I kind of remember some stuff, but I was thinking about going back onto like Babbel or some online, uh, class to sharpen my skills so I can, have conversations with her and uh, brush up on my skills. Same with the books. She has an outline of all of the books she's going to read for her English lit class. I'm like, you know what? I either haven't read those in a couple, three decades or so, or I never did. And now I've got audiobooks. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy the book too. And that way we have, you know, discussion points. I'm trying to also engage with the change in the new generation. So yeah. yeah, don't get left behind. Be part of it. 
you know, and I'll just add to what you were saying with podcasting, podcasting is powerful because with social media, it's like what stories, these things disappear. And then when things get so far down on your feed, they kind of disappear. This has been the beauty of YouTube is that people can search it and it's the algorithm will put up whatever video they're searching. Podcasting, I think is similar where you, people are listening to your episodes or they'll binge on your episodes. So when you're recording an episode of a podcast, this is not getting lost in the algorithm, but I feel like social media, as soon as we post that, it's automatically from that point on kind of getting further down into the algorithm and it gets so old and then it's not, it's not shown to an audience again. So this is the power in, in podcasting. I recently Googled myself. Don't do that, really. <laughs> but I recently Googled myself. And, um, you know, of course, like Instagram and LinkedIn come up first, just those websites. But like third, fourth, fifth were specific episodes of podcasts by title. You know, so I thought that was pretty cool. Not just she can be found on LinkedIn. She can be found on Instagram. But here's a topic about entrepreneurship that already started to demonstrate telling a story and activation of connecting. So there's that. Yeah. Use podcasts. I don't know. I think it's fun. It, it was a good hurdle. It's something that is very empowering. And it also makes me connect with people in different ways. I can dig deeper. Like with you, we're going to shut down. We're going to chit chat. We're going to go on LinkedIn. I'll be part of your community. You'll be part of mine. And it's just, you know, taking, shaking that hand and going a little further. Just like if you do go to a networking event or a chamber event, don't just stand up with a 30 second pitch. Don't just hand out that card. It's what you do afterwards. That's mm -hmm. you're making the real connection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell us, um, so you also have a podcast. Tell us about that. Yeah, the podcast is called Through the Trauma, and uh, this was really born out of a out of a heart of just giving people an authentic voice to share their stories. Um, what I begin to see, though, is that uh, you have people that are that really do just want to release their story and they want to share their story, but then you have people who are helping. They're more of the the leadership people that are helping people through trauma. And I interview a lot of those people too, speakers and coaches and people that are therapists, you know, and these, it, what we're doing through the podcast, it's been beautiful. And there's a big purpose behind it. There's four pillars to my podcast. I have the trauma, trauma story, transformation, which is the transformational journey to triumph. And then your triumph story, which is where you're at today. And then the takeaway. The takeaway is probably the most important because this is where guests have an opportunity to say, if someone else is struggling through this specific type of trauma, this is where they can go. And sometimes if that's a coach or a therapist or an author, they're saying, I'm your go-to person. You can come to me. Um, and it's really beautiful because it gives people variety. They, just like you said, the beauty of podcasting, they get to know that person for an hour. Do they align with their beliefs? Do they align with their demeanor? Do they align with this person? And if so, then at the end, you have all the takeaways, which are 
this is where I can go find this person and get help. So it's been, it's been a journey. I jumped into podcasting, not knowing what I was doing, <laughs> just having a big, big purpose behind it, but it's been amazing. And, um, I'm very grateful for it and grateful for everybody who speaks out on their story, because I truly believe that leaders have the capacity to change the world. And I believe it starts with one, you know, it starts with one impacting one. Wonderful. So for our podcast listeners, of course, I have show notes that I can include some links on how to connect with you for our radio only listeners. Tell us the best way to find you. Yeah. So I am on Instagram. I'm on Instagram pretty regularly. <laughs> I have my personal page, which is the.amber.larkins. Um, and then I have my uh, I have my business page, which is Empowerography Files. So this is empowering people everywhere <laughs> in every regard. Uh, but that does include stuff from my podcast, stuff from my photography work, the transformation through trauma sessions that we do. Um, and then also this, this new, we are launching like a new package for specifically for entrepreneurs that have stories. And uh, this includes a book that's coming out and uh, um, video as well as photography and, uh, and content all around that. So it's really exciting stuff. But you can find all of that there on my uh, Instagram. Thank you. You've been a wonderful inspiration. I do believe you definitely serve the purpose here of motivating others and talking about telling your story and, you know, using various platforms to do that. And especially just being authentic, use it personally and professionally, just get out there. You have to put yourself out there. So Amber, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Lori. I appreciate it. And this has been the 360 Mentor Show.